And this is Chris, not the witch. And you're listening to What the, the Witchcraft? Oh, we did so good. I'm so proud of us. I'm proud of us. Ooh, today, we are drinking Apothic Brew infused with cold brew coffee. Oh, it's so cold. It tastes terrible. Oh, it's got levels of nasty. We are not drinking it. cold brew. Ooh. I mean, I don't know. Oh, that aftertaste, though. If we had week one, whatever the hell that was, that was the worst. Seven well, moods. Yeah. Last week, the, uh, what was it called? Apothic. No. No, was it a prophecy? Apoth- prophecy. Whatever blended prophecy that was, it was good, but it gave me the worst migraine ever. This guy right here initially tastes pretty bad, but a little bit after. Honestly, the, when you first drink it, it hurts. It's so gross. And then it tastes like raisins. And then the aftertaste is like... Raisins. It tastes it's, like raisins. It's curious. It is not. Very curious. Not great. Not a fan. Nope. All right, Chris, you ready to hear how I've set the mood for us this eve? Yes. Tell me how you have uh, got the mood going. We have our throat shocker candle. Yes. Our lapis lazuli. Yes. Of course. Always. But I thought it would be fun to incorporate some crystals that I've been working with for this Aries season. Oh, what's that? Because, you know, I like my zodiac. Yes. So this information is from Moon Wisdom by Goddess Provisions. Okay. No, they do not sponsor us. I just really like them a lot. Yeah, yeah hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Got to give them a shout out. So I got my little, uh, my little bloodstone. And bloodstone is good to work with this season because... It's going to connect you with the life force running through our veins. The stone vitalizes and imbues courage. Ah. Then I got a little bit of carnelian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is that one? It's a stone of confidence to channel inspiration and drive, as well as protect from hot-headedness. Has gotten the upper hand. Ooh, you don't want to be so angry. No. No, no. I got a nice little uh, red jasper over here. Okay. Red jasper tones down the impulse to act without thinking. It's connected to the grounding energy of the root chakra. Chakra. That's in your butt. Mm. It's at the base of your spine, but okay, that's your, close to the butt. That's your butt. It's very close. <laughs> and then a sweet little piece of snowflake obsidian, which is just so cute. And it's calming and soothing for when fiery energy overwhelms. This stone ensures a grounded approach. To the butt. And I have those on my little uh, selenite palm stone, little worry stone. Because you got to have a little selenite. Keep mm-hmm. it all charged up. What, what's, uh, is it too early for me to ask what's with the plate and candle? Oh, it's too early to too ask. Too early? Okay, okay. I have Fair sitting enough. in front of me a plate with water and a candle in the middle of mm-hmm. it. So that's a little teaser for what I'm talking about. Okay. What are you talking about today, Chris? I think today we're going to talk about candles. Ooh. Where they come from, where they've been, maybe where they're going. Have they been in your root chakra? <laughs> they have not been in my root chakra. Don't use candles that have been in other people's root chakras. That is, that's good. For that's sure, good. that's pretty. But uh, okay. we did some research on candles, you know, where, where they came from, where they're going, and how they've been. The meaning of candles, what all they're used for, things like that. And uh, it's a lot of, lot of good stuff. So I think you're going to go first because I'm going to be talking about Candlemancy. 
Nice. Mm. What is Candlemancy? It's divination with candles. It's got like 8 billion names, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to usually refer to it as Candlemancy because Candleman- that okay. makes it make the most sense to me. Cool. So nobody knows who, uh, who made candles first. It's all, it's all kind of mixed. You have the Egyptians who made them. You have the Romans who did them. China did it. India did it. India did their crap from boiling cinnamon. That sounds so nice. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, everybody had their own little way to do it. It was uh, pr- pretty neat. A uh, little fast fact. The uh, early Greeks, they used candles to honor the goddess Artemis. Ooh. Yeah. Her birth on the sixth day of every lunar month. She's the Olympian goddess of the hunt, the moon, and chastity. Do you want to know a little fun fact about Artemis? Tell me. Do you know that she was the patron protector of young girls? No, I did not. That's pretty cool. And she was often worshipped as uh, the goddess of her midwifery. Nice. And childbirth, which is ironic because like... She she didn't have no children's. Nice. Do you know why we uh why we put candles on birthday cakes? Uh, to burn small children. No, no, that it that is not uh that's not right. Well, first off, cakes they're round because the moon. So you got you got that, and the smoke whenever you blow out the candle, that carries your wishes up to her. Mm. Very interesting stuff there. Uh, another another little thing. There's a fish. It's literally called no the candle fish. No, I don't like it. Yes. Make it stop. You can get this fish. No. You dry it out. No. You put that thing on a stick like a hot dog. <laughs> you light it on fire. Boom. Instant candle. Who was like, uh, oh man, I caught this weird fish. Let's uh, let's set it on fire. See what happens. It's probably like they was just trying to cook the fish and then it like caught on Fuck! fire and then it just <laughs> stayed there. It, like, what do I do with this? Fire. Mmm. <laughs> Fire. Like, fuck, this guy makes a good kid. But, I mean, it's also good to eat. The, the locals all depended on it to eat it and uh, for candles. So it was like a multitasking fish. It could do it all. I don't It was how, like the Swiss Army knife of fish. How would it be good to eat if it was so fatty? That uh, I don't know. Sense. I don't know that. Uh, you get to, uh, to the Middle Ages. Uh, candle making was pretty big then. You had everybody doing it. They even had guilds for it. Now, I mean, you got a freaking guild for candles. That's that's a big deal. Uh a guild? It's like a club. It's like I know a big what a important guild club. Is. Okay. I have played goddamn what's the name of that game? What Fable. Fable? Okay. Okay. And well, there's a Heroes Guild. Yes. And I know what a guild is. A guild. Okay. All right. Don't white man me. Well, there was a guild for candle makers. That's where I'm going. Yeah. The the most famous one? The Ch- Tallow Chandler's Company of London. You know mm-hmm. how them guys be. So they they had their own thing. Uh, the term chandelier. I want to swing from the chandelier. From the chandelier. Oh, that's so anyways, funny. chandelier, fixture used to hold candles. Comes from the person who was called a chandler. That guy was the head candle maker. He was the hot shit. Got some, got some worse news. What? 18th century. Dun, dun, dun. Spermaceti. It's an oil. Comes from the cavity in the head of a sperm well. Ew. Yep. So. Is it cum? No. <gasps> Did they make candles from cum? No, they cum don't. candles. Nope, nope. This just was, I don't know why it was called a sperm well, but that's. Could you it, imagine if like I just set your dick on fire and hooked it and for like a Let alone, how do they, how do they like, what, what process happened for them to be hunting wells and then to find this cavity in the well and be like, what's this stuff? What do we do with it? Let's put our hand in this hole, see what yeah. happens. 
Anyways, it became a widely used substance for candle making. And you can guess how the white man just tore through and just abused the industry and just about killed every single well there was. Just like we do everything. Um, Over harvesting, all that stuff. But there is some good news from it, though. Let me hear this good news. The wells fight back. And they fucking win sometimes. Yes. Yes. So in the most famous example of this, on November 20th, 1820, a huge bull sperm whale rammed the 87-foot Nantucket Weller. Oh, that sperm just rammed into that pool. pool. He rammed that motherfucker twice. Knocked a hole in it. Ooh. Forced that crew to abandon ship. Talk about beating them he walls. Done pissed, he pissed them off and he wanted his revenge because they was messing with his women. <gasps> so he rammed that boat. Would you break a boat for me? No, I don't. <laughs> not an not a 87 foot one. Maybe if it was like a little pontoon boat. A little like A little John boat. boat. Yeah. <laughs> so after months adrift in lifeboats, the crew resorted to... Cannibalism. Cannibalism. Oh, yes. You sounded so happy about that word. I love when people destroy themselves. Yeah. Uh, anyways, only eight of the 20 sailors survived. That's what you get. Yep. That's what you get when you mess with that bull sperm well. You don't mess with the sperm. No, you you don't, mess with the sperm. You don't mess with his women. <laughs> he will come and get you and he will ram you so hard. You can mess with Chris's woman because yeah. he don't care. He's no. not going to do anything. No. But not no bull, bull no. sperm. No, but anyways, the story is so cool. They made a fucking movie of it. Eh. The movie, Tony. Eh. Okay. The movie has Thor in it. Meh. It's got Spider-Man in it. Meh. Mm. Caitlin Stark of Winterfell. Meh. Alistair Mad-Eye Moody. Meh. Come on. You put all four of those together. You got a pissed off whale. You got the open sea. I you got yourself a blockbuster right there. I, um, Thor's hammer, Spider-Man swinging around and shit. I've seen enough movies about white people on boats. I'm Winter fine. is coming. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> back to candles. Mid-19th century, industrialization of it. You know, they had their little machines that could boop, 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 pop out candles left and right. Did okay for a little bit, but kerosene and lamps... Kerosene. They kind of rain superior, you know, easier to burn. But I feel like you probably gonna like catch your house on fire. Mm, With candles, I think it'd be. Ooh, okay. This is like a little bit off topic. Tell me. Okay, so back in the day before they had lights, they used to use candles on stages. Yes. And like since uh, ballerinas like dresses were made of highly flammable. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. They would just catch on fire and burn in front of everybody. It's fucking wild. So candles nowadays. Mostly used for decorative purposes in modern day homes and for their scents and designs and how pretty they are. And for witchcraft. They're used to celebrate, soothe the senses, and ignite romance. And witchcraft. How does that sound? Sounds real bad. (laughs) And witchcraft. Anyways, that's all I really got on candles. There are some, uh, some, some colors of candles that are used for various things. I guess. Uh, if you're up for it, maybe we could take a little quiz to see how yeah, you I do. Pa- I bet I pass this quiz. You think you're going to pass? What do I get if I win? You get this fantastic bottle of Apothic Brew infused uh, with cold brew coffee. Uh, rich and smooth. Limited release. I wish my fiance was rich and smooth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Lay it on me. I'm a witch. I know my candle right, colors. Here we go. I'm here we go for the up. colors. You ready? Do you have anything? You're gonna ring a bell when I, I got, get it right, right? That sound Aww, right there means you got it. You got it wrong. No. This is okay. if I get it, it right. means you got it right. Okay. If I that get it wrong, it right. what are you gonna do? If you get it wrong, I go go. <laughs> yep. Yep. That'll work. That'll work. All right. Lay it on me. All right. The color pink. Pink. Uh, Self love. Friendship and sweet love. We'll take it. The color orange. Uh, energy, excitement, attraction, and encouragement. That's we'll take it as a pass. Red. Red is for passion, lust, sex, sexy butt stuff. Mm. We'll take it. Gold. That's for the God and abundance. Financial gain, business endeavors, and solar connections. See, solar, She's God. Yellow. Yellow is for happiness. Yellow. Happiness? Yellow. Happiness. I said happiness like 12 times. Hello. Yellow. It's me. Green. Green is for luck and money. I just want to make that face of you because you make it at me. Pass. Light blue. Light blue is for uh, the sky above me. I'm not going to take it. Light blue is for health, patience, and understanding. You didn't even make the noise, so I'm not going to take it. We're not going to take it. Light blue is for health, patience, and understanding. Dark blue. Dark blue is for the sad bitches. Depression and vulnerability. Me a sad bitch. Purple. Purple. Purple rain, purple rain. Purple. Yes. Third eye. Mm-hmm. Connecting with the divine feminine. Uh, insight. Ambition and power. We'll take it. Brown. That's for pets and grounding. Yes, animal-related workings, earth-related. Block. Protection, banishment. White. <laughs> you did that so off. White. That is for purity, cleansing. Silver. Silver is for the goddess. Forest green. Forest green? Nope, I'm sorry. There's no more colors. You have passed this test. I told you. You may move forward. Do you know why I passed? Uh, because because you're a witch. Well, thank you, Chris, for that lovely candle history. You are welcome. It was interesting. Got a little sidetrack there, but uh, history of candles, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. But uh, what I'm talking about, I mm-hmm. gotta, I gotta confess, I think is a little more interesting. Yeah, more interesting than Thor and Spider Man in a movie together. Yeah, a boat. A hundred percent. A motherfucking I'm on a boat. boat. <laughs> Take a good hard look at that motherfucking boat. I'm talking about reading your candles. Ooh. Mm. And I have lit a candle. Yes, I see that. It is sitting in some water, like we talked yes. about in the beginning of the episode. Uh-huh. So uh, when I get done with my notes, we got a little fun activity. Oh, Lord. Are you excited? Mm, curious. All right. So, caromancy from Greek caro, which means waxen. Okay. I said that's so country. <laughs> mine's, which means mine's wax. waxing. <laughs> waxing. And manturia, <laughs> which means divination. 
Otherwise known as seromancy, is a form of divination involving wax. Okay. One of the most common methods of caromancy is to heat wax until molten. Molten. Then pour it directly so into cold water. I knew them people at Yankee Candle were up to something. <laughs> the shapes and movements of the wax as it cools and solidifies can then be read to forecast... The future. Nice. Another method more commonly practiced in the contemporary era is studying the burning of an ordinary candle. The movements and erotic actions of the flame are then said to predict the future. Oh, I'm gonna the talk future? In, I'm going to talk in that voice every morning. The future, Tony. The future. Okay. Caromancy also has roots in ancient Celtic. And perhaps later in ancient Roman times, mm-hmm. according to scraps of knowledge, salvaged, salvaged, they fucking Sal- salvaged they, they salvaged that knowledge from around the period of CE five hundred. Okay, what does CE stand for? CE. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, Google. What does CE stands for? Before the common era. Ah. Nice. It stands for before the common era. Thank you, Google. It appears that the candle burned during a druid's vigil was poured into a bowl and then into a clear pool of cold water. The future could then be read. Nice. Caromancy, although very old, remains popular and is used in voodoo, hoodoo, and santeria. I don't practice santeria, Tony. I know you ain't got no crystal ball. Those motherfuckers are expensive. But if I had a million dollars, I would buy a crystal ball. All right, Chris. There are so many parts of a candle that can be read. Oh, really? You have pyromancy, mm-hmm. divination by fire, yeah. candlemancy, divination by candles, which means the flames, wax, or both. Yeah. And then you have seromancy, divination by candle wax. Okay. So there's a lot going on. Yeah. So we can read the flame that's mm-hmm. burning right now. Mm-hmm. We can read the wax afterwards. You can read the... just. Okay. I'm still with you. I'm so sorry. I'm taking you on a journey. Take me. Tuck in. Okay. Get comfy. I'm with you. Let's go. All the way. Now let's start with pyromancy. Okay. This is going to be reading the flame of the candle. Fire. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to light your candle. Mm-hmm. You're going to ask your candle a question. You're going to light your candle. You're going to look at the flame. Okay. All right. Now, if the flame leans to the right, that's a positive reaction to whatever you are asking. So let's look at it. It's yep. leaning to the left right now. Let's mm, hold on. Your left, my right. Okay. <laughs> So you can be negative all you want. I'm a positive freaking Peter over here. Positive Peter. And you're a negative Nancy. If it leans to the left, uh, that's a that's a negative reaction to whatever you're asking. So okay. right, yes. Left, no. Go, go. If the flame is weak. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor baby. Oh, that poor little flame. It's a lack of energy around your question or spell. Okay. If the flame is strong. A surplus of energy around your question, I'll spell. Okay, like a big old bonfire. Mm-hmm. And if your flame starts dancing, yeah, you know, it's getting sexy, it's getting horny. That's a very a strong amount of energy. That's powerful magic. Okay, Your gotcha. spell is a uh, work. So if that thing just like right now, if it just started just doing all I'm kinds of craziness. I'm pretty sure that this candle is just like, the wind's blowing me. Yeah, yeah. If, uh, you, got a, if you got a sparking flame, mm-hmm. proceed with caution. That might be for the best. Okay. Okay? Because that's telling you, like, hey, buddy, it's a little, it's getting a little dangerous. Okay. If your flame is perfectly still and even, this could be an unknown or a positive. It just depends on, go with your gut. I got you. Now, 
Mm-hmm. If your flame won't extinguish after your spell or, you know, your session, yeah. you're not done, buddy. Okay. It's not ready. It's still got some shit to show you. Okay. So, so like if you try to blow it out or whatever, it's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-hmm. we are yeah. not done here. If you try to blow it out, snuff it out, and it just keeps going, it's not ready. Okay. It's got more to do. And if your candle won't light, uh, this spell cannot help you win the result you seek. The outcome may have already been decided or be outside of your control. Okay. okay. That's your candle being like, sorry, bitch. No, it Mm -hmm. ain't happening today. If the candle breathes out a puff of white smoke, especially at a significant moment, it means that your wish will be granted. Nice. Dense black smoke coming from a ritual candle is thought to represent negative energy, conflict, bad luck, and opposing premise surrounding your spell wick. That sounds terrible. If the smoke from a ritual candle moves towards you, it means you will shortly achieve what you desire. The exception is for negative workings, curses, hexes, and tricks. If yeah. the candle smoke from a hexing candle moves towards you, you in trouble. If more fills the you room, you better fucking run. Hints that you will not be able to escape responsibility for the effects of your magic. Mm-mm. So cleanse yourself. Yes. So basically, uh, I mean, it's not, it's not believed by all witches. Yeah. It's more of a, a Wiccan thing. There's a threefold law. Yeah. And that means whatever you do to someone comes back to you threefold. Yeah. So, like, generally, if you do something bad, the karma. So, if you believe that, if, uh, you know, you're doing a spell to hex somebody yes. and, you know, your room fills up with smoke, that probably means you're going to be shit. Yeah. You but if you don't believe in bad. that, you're good, bro. Just live your life. Smoke that moves dramatically away from you represents energies that are outward bound. In most spells, this is not a good omen. It means that something is escaping your grasp. But I mean, like, if you're, like, trying to banish or something, that's probably a good thing. It could be. I see. Blue fire is a sign of spiritual presence. It is the color of angelic or fairy fire. If a spell candle burns blue or blue-white, it is a sign that high spiritual beings have taken an interest in your magic. Red or yellow flame means that more mundane but still potent powerful energy is fueling the spell. Okay. It can have numerology correspondence like for like to your question. One flicker yes, two flickers no. Or represent how many years to your question. For the advanced at using these correspondence, also communicating with spirits is best done on Wednesday with a blue candle. Okay. Love questions on Friday with a green candle. Mm-hmm. All divination with a white candle on a full moon. All right. So if you want to get in that shit, there's some info for you. Yep. Now, let's talk about reading the wax. Oh. So that's as your candle burns, that's mm-hmm. what happens to the wax. Okay. So there's a couple different things that you can see. So candle crater. This is uh, when the burning candle forms a crater at the center leaving the wax on the sides. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So it'd be like a pool of the wax in the middle. Okay. It means that your will is too weak to cast an effective spell at this time, or that the spell's energies have been blocked from reaching their intended target. Quick burn. Uh, This is when your candle melts real, real quick. Mm -hmm. It's running through. So a candle... That's a Dollar Tree candle. That burns quickly... (laughs) 
That's a Dollar yeah. Tree candle I out mean, there. You do have to take if into that thing burn quick. Boop. That's Dollar Tree. If you're doing candlemancy, you yeah. do have to take into account the quality of your candle. Yeah. You didn't go. You didn't go to no Yankee Candle <laughs> Company and buy no thirty dollar candle. You went to the Dollar Tree and you got the value pack. Are you personally attacking me? No. Because I always no. get Dollar Tree candles. No. So if it burns quickly, it can mean that there is passionate, accelerated energy behind your spell. Ooh. So that's gonna be good if you're doing yeah. like a sex spell mm-hmm. and uh, you're trying to get some fuck. Yeah. And your shit burns quick. You better get some fuck tonight. You yeah, get it that thing real going. quick. It's. Do you remember that uh, first time or not the first time? One of the times I came over to your your house and I walked up in your room. And you had like 30 candles oh going. I had so many candles that it my room so was so hot in that motherfucker. Sweltering. And she was trying to be so sexy and Trying. I tempting. succeeded. She succeeded. But I was like, okay, man. That's so hot. <laughs> this is so good. It's hot. But in both ways, it's too hot this way. But it's good hot this way. If there is no wax, this is a sign of a well-conceived and properly executed spell. So okay. that's goals. If you're doing ooh, a spell. something happened there. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, we had some wax that fell off and it's yeah. now in the water. Sorry, sorry there. I just was like, ooh, something happened. Yeah, all right. Black pieces in the wax. Uh, that's when like little chunks of wick that yeah. is burnt will break off and get into your candle. The debris in the wax signifies... The debris in the wax signifies unintended correspondence or work that will need to be done after the spell is complete. Okay, I got you. So, uh, you know, sometimes it's not just doing a spell. You got to put some work in. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's be honest. Most of the time, it's not just doing a spell. You actually have to put work in. Yeah. But a candle that explodes. This sounds... That's bad. <laughs> fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's that's not a candle. That's a fucking grenade. Like, this is your candle just like, wow! Somebody done fucked up. Your container breaks. Just anything dramatic happening to your candle during a spell or a ritual. It means the spell work has been vetoed by a greater power. Oh, shit. Cleanse yourself and your ritual space and abandon the working until you have more information. Like, fucking step away. Don't keep going. This is do not pass go. Do not collect $200. You're fucked, bro. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, traditional wax reading, you pour wax into cold water and read the symbols in the hardened wax. Mm. So, have you figured out why I have put a candle with a bowl of water over here? Because we about to read that wax and see what's going on. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Are we putting the candle out or are we just kind of pouring the wax? I... Get a point. Okay. Oh, and the candle stay lit. How about that? I'm just going to do it a couple times. Just yeah. fucking, I don't know what I'm doing. This is my first time reading candle wax. Nice. So. Okay. All right. Now we have our candle wax. Mm-hmm. It looks like a bunch of amoebas. Yes. <laughs> I see a flower. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look on my little... No, flower is not on here. That kind of looks like a penis right there. <laughs> I, let's see if I have penis on here. I have pants. I have a pin. <laughs> it does not look like uh, pants. No, it just looks like a bunch of ran- random stuff to me. Okay. We see a little star. We see a star and a vagina and a penis. Yes. (laughs) Unfortunately, vagina and penis isn't on here. So let's see what a star means. Tell me. Oh, it means happiness. Oh, that's good. Do you see anything else? Mm. Anything else? I don't think we did this well, but it's okay. 
I really, I no, guys, no. I'm gonna take a picture of this vagina, and if anybody knows what a vagina could possibly mean, because this looks so much like a vagina, it's got a clitoris, like everything. It's it's a very well laid out. It looks like my vagina. I think that means something good for my vagina later, maybe. Okay, a tree, a good time for new undertakings. So we have happiness, a good time for new undertakings, and a vagina. That kind of looks like a bird. Up there. Let's see. What is a bird? News will reach you shortly. Nice. Is it news of happiness and good times? I don't know. Been laid off from, from work, so uh, we could use some happiness. Well, Aww. that was our candle wax reading. I Very think I'm fun. Gonna, I think I'm going to stick with a pyromancy because I'll light a white taper candle Yeah. when I do spells and rituals and I'll like ask the flame. Like, after I do a spell, I'll be like, was that good? Get a yes or no. I like that. I'll be like, is that going to work? <laughs> I love it. Honestly, it's changed my practice a lot. It's pretty enjoyable. It sounds good. All right. Guess what, Chris? Is it the end? It's the end. It's the end of the Oh. But do not no, fear. No, 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 we got it. Aphromatus deck. Do not fear. We leave you with good tidings, my friend. Yes. So our daughter, our beautiful daughter, is in the room, yes. and I think she should pull our affirmation. Yes, that sounds Come like here. a great plan. Come here, little baby girl. Natalie has picked a card. Yes. She is our oracle. What is the card? Aww, what is it? It's a good one. It's nature. Aww. This one doesn't have our pictures on it. No. So. Read it to us. It's time to unleash your inner hippie. I do that all the time. Every day you do. And step outside for that from that man-made box. Take a walk in the woods. Smell those flowers. Hug some trees. Not people. Social distancing. Yes. Do not hug a person. No. You might think you're being ironic. Like, look at me. I'm being all tree-hugging and stuff. Yeah. But you'll find that even then, those trees will hug you back. Trees come from a time before irony. And their earnestness is impervious to our jaded humor. If that doesn't make you want to hug them even more, well, I guess you're a robot. Yep. This is good. Guys, you have plenty of time. Yep. Just go outside. Get outside. Enjoy. Get some fresh do, air. do some yard work. Do do whatever outside. Lay in the grass. Do do whatever it is you want to do. Smell. Just this. don't give hugs to people. A lot of people are uh like mowing their lawns. Yes. So is that really good fresh cut oh, grass? Oh yes. It is what does it best. smell like to you? It smells like cinnamon to me. Oh, it just smells like Fresh cut grass. If there, if there was so a candle like to me. that could smell like fresh cut grass, that would be the There's best. There's 100% fresh cut grass candles, Chris. Uh, I don't know if they hit close to the mark or not. If you guys are like, man, I love this podcast and I have to tell these people how amazing they are because their egos really need to be stroked because, you know, she's a Gemini and she needs constant, constant, constant. Where can they find us, Tony? They can find us on Instagram at what the witchcraft. Twitter at What Witchcraft. Patreon at What the Witchcraft. Ah. And Gmail. Email us. We'll Emails. love it. I'll yes. read it. At What the Witchcraft. I'll print at it out. Com. I'll print it out and I'll hang it up on our wall. Yeah, we'll put it on the fridge. We got some artwork done by the kids. We'll just move that A to the side, m- move it to the side of yeah. the fridge and put Fuck your those stuff. kids. Fuck them. They go to the side of the fridge. You get front and center. Thank you guys so much for listening to What What the the Witchcraft!
huge bowl of sperm will. <laughs> a huge bowl of sperm is all I heard. Ha, 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 ha.